The weather is cooler and the days are much shorter, which lets us know that fall is officially here. I welcome the crisp autumn air, but I rebuke the sadness that accompanies the shorter days. So, to get ahead of the winter blues, I am being diligent about giving my body what it needs to thrive. That's why I take AG1 by Athletic Greens. One scoop of Athletic Greens contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blends, and more, which all work together to fill the nutritional gaps in your diet, increase energy and focus, aid with digestion, and support a healthy immune system without the need to take multiple products or pills. Y'all, I used to take a pill box full of vitamin supplements that I would take inconsistently because it was just way too much for me to remember. I also love that AG1 is lifestyle friendly. So whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it just works. And right now, Athletic Greens is doubling down on supporting your immune system during these times. They are offering my audience a free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit my link today. So basically, you'll never have to buy vitamin D again. To redeem your offer, simply visit athleticgreens.com slash bewellsis. Again, to get a free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs, visit athleticgreens.com slash bewellsis. Too often, Black women are a mere afterthought in conversations around wellness, but not in this space. On this podcast, the dialogue is always centered around women like you. Welcome to the podcast, but more importantly, welcome to the tribe. Be well, sis. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Be Well, Sis podcast. I am your host, Cassandra Dunbar. How are you doing, sis? How has life been treating you? But more importantly, how have you been treating yourself? Me, I have been okay. September was wild, like not in a good way. September just dragged me by my edges. Like, and what's interesting is that I find that unless I'm looking around online, a lot of people felt the same way. September was was rough. But anyway, we're here. It's October. Um, it's fall. The weather is cooling off. It's my birthday month. And we're just going to ride that wave and be hopeful that things are going to get better because we cannot have a September part two. For the most part, a lot of my friends, um, just people that I, I know just seem to have had a rough time in September, but we're not repeating that this month. Nope. No, we're not. <laughs> um, so anyway, so I am really happy to be back. I had to take a step back because I couldn't multitask because there was just too much happening. And yeah, that's that. We'll save the rest for another time. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, so today I am really, really happy to have this conversation with you, um, or to bring this conversation rather. It is featuring one of my favorite, um, so one of the things that I have been actively working on is just not having such binary thinking. I think a lot of us were, uh, conditioned to think of life in very black and white and right and wrong, uh, left and right, and not making space for the things that are in between, like the ands in life. And one of the things that I have really embraced that in is how I approach my health and wellness. So as you know, I am a medical professional by training. And while I believe in the benefits of Western medicine, I do realize that there is space for more. Um, ancient um, indigenous practices, traditional medicine, um, Chinese medicine, um, Ayurveda, all of those things, they have their place in the world and they have proven to be helpful 
Some of them are standalone therapies. Some of them are great complementary therapies. So I am so happy to have this conversation today with you. And it is featuring Lindsay Wynn, who is the co-founder of Momotaropathica, which is one of my favorite um, vulvovaginal wellness brands. I have said it before and I will keep saying it. I love what they stand for and what they stand by. Their ingredients are organic and ethically sourced and they are really intentional about their language um, and being truly inclusive. So anyway, so I am speaking to her today about um, embracing both Western medicine as well as traditional health modalities. So embracing the and um, in things. So it's a really good conversation. Not only do we talk about, of course, vulvovaginal health, which is something that I love to talk about because I feel like we just don't know enough about our bodies. And a lot of us are playing catch up in adulthood because as children, as adolescents, as young people, we learned the bare basics, the bare minimum, and a lot of false information when it comes to how to care for our sexual and reproductive health. So if you're looking for resources on that topic, visit momotyropathica.com. Not only do they have a beautiful lineup of products, my favorite being the salve and the tonic, um, but also they have a really good library of um of information regarding sexual and the reproductive health. So visit them, not only to make your purchase. Also, if you use BeWell as a checkout, you do save some coins. So do that. We are just in time for the end of the year where we're thinking about gifts and, and I think it's really important to be intentional about the gifts that we give. So a Momotarapathica um, like gift card or product sampling would be great for, um, not only for yourself, <laughs> but for the women around you. So if you visit Momotaro Apotheca and use the code BeWellSys at checkout, you will save some coins. But anyway, let's hop into the conversation. Thank you so, so much for joining. I am so, so glad you're here. Be well, sis. <laughs> um, all right. So I have one of my favorite um friends of the show, Lindsay, who is the co-founder of Momotaro Apotheca. How are you, Lindsay? I'm <laughs> so sick. I know. I'm so good. I'm drinking a good cafe de olla. I'm in San Diego. It's raining, which is very rare, and enjoying um, my Friday afternoon. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm a hot, sweaty mess. I just took a walk with the little one, and walks solo are fine, but pushing that stroller, my God, I damn near left him. I'm like, you know what? Figure this out. Come home, figure your way up. Because up the hill was just too much for me. I had to like stop several times. A little out of shape, but it's okay. <laughs> they make all those like e-bikes and e-scooters. When are they going to make like the e-stroller, like a little, a little parenting that's smart that that does need to come next because you mentioned the e-bike somebody like a couple like were like just cruising up the hill like no big deal their little little electronic situation I'm like huffing and puffing and sweating but it's fine I survived I made it and the baby's here too (laughs) great we're here to tell the story yes I didn't leave him Yeah. So, um, so you are the co-founder of a beautiful line of vaginal wellness, um, products. Um, and for those who have not listened to that episode, which I'll link down below, um, how did you come into, um, this space of creating, um, vaginal wellness products? I think you have a really interesting backstory. 
Yeah, so Momotaro Apotheca was created out of necessity. Um, I was 27 years old and for the first time in my life was going through recurrent um, infections with my vulvovaginal health. So that means UTIs, bacterial vaginosis, yeast infections, even to kidney infections, um, which then led to just, you know, an exacerbated system and, you know, all sorts of other symptoms and irritations that came along with these you know, what I've now learned is are really, really common issues. Um, I was somebody who, you know, went straight to the pharmacy, grabbed a monostat, went to my doctor, flooded my system with all the like antifungals and antibacterials. And, and, and again, it really, unfortunately, I learned made matters um, worse for me rather than better because they, you know, as a lot of people know, or some would, I feel like, be interested to, to learn a lot of the medications that are, are commonly prescribed or given to us over the counter tend to um, take out the good with the bad. So rather than leaving our system stronger, they, they kind of are down, down below the fold, below zero, having to work up the good with the bad and, and really find balance and sometimes leading to, to more issues. So we wanted to create a line that um, worked with your body to address these issues. Um, and didn't kill the good bacteria with the bad so that we could really, you know, create a stronger system. And then of course, as a company, we really try to create empathetic and inclusive education so people can figure out the root of their issue rather than masking it. Um, we talk a lot about, you know, the different words we use and the lack of sex education in our system, just to, you know, all around hopefully create a, um, better path towards uh, vulvovaginal vaginal health you know i think everybody uh, collectively as a as a woman myself i'm like i didn't know much about this before i experienced these issues so yep. we really want to we want to we want to mitigate that we want people to get the help and have better understanding before that they're at, they're at infection point yeah which is so um important and i think a lot of us are in similar boats like we really don't know much about our bodies not only are we not taught it in school but like for me i wasn't taught much of anything at home it was like all right you have a vagina like clean it that's it once i got my period i was stressed out because i'm just like okay so now what do i do they're like clean up okay but what does that mean exactly right so i spent time like seeing all of those um like ads for like, you know, it should smell like flowers down there. So I'm just like, well, it doesn't smell like flowers. So I must be like broken and defective, right? So putting all these harsh chemicals down there, just a mess, a nightmare. But what I'm happy to see is that I think a lot of us are trying to, A, we're getting away from the idea that it should be roses down there, right? Um, and we're trying to like embrace ourselves and learn how to take care of ourselves holistically. Um, when you were um, dealing with like the the infections and everything, so what made you like like take a pause from the harsh medications and stuff and try to look at alternatives to that? Yeah, so I think you know, with trial and error, you can only trial so many times without getting the positive result that you want, right? Whatever the like, fool me once, shame on you know. <laughs> you for my shame on me. I was like, okay, how many more times am I going to do this and not get the result that I want? You know, it would either be temporary or it wouldn't work at all. Um, and so like with most medical conditions, as uh, 
many of us do, we turn to Google and, and Google can even be a scary place at times. Yes. And I started looking at like, what are these other therapies? What are other people doing? Because there's no way that I'm the only person that's dealing with this. Like if it's not working for me, like it's not working for other people for sure. And so I, that's when I began to find on the internet that there were like more holistic approaches and approaches that didn't, um, that were also more lifestyle based, right? I, at that time, didn't necessarily understand the connection to my gut health, to my vaginal health, or some of the like lifestyle things I was doing, whether it was hot yoga or penetrative sex or um, wearing a wet swimsuit, eating sugar. There's, there's so many things. And so I, I, that's when I was like, wait a second, there's, there's another way to create balance. Um, and that's another thing people, I don't think, you know, really realize is that the, the vagina is a microbiome that requires balance. And there's so many factors that play into that balance. Um, and, and those are, those are important to be considered in our, in our daily life as people with vaginas. Yeah, for sure. And for those who might not know what a, a microbiome is, it's pretty much like a, a mixture of good and back, bad bacteria that when imbalanced, like they pretty much help um, our vagina be um, at homeostasis or just at a happy place, right? Um, a lot of like the harsh um, detergents that we use, the fabrics that we wear, um, the things that we put there um, can throw that balance off, <clears throat> excuse me, which may lead to um, different infections and just different discomforts and everything. So one thing that I was thinking about was a conversation that I often have with my students, like every semester always comes up and it's about how to care for our vaginas. One of the things that I always notice is that people don't really understand the terminology properly. Um, people don't know what a vagina is um, versus like the vulva, right? So when I say like, no, you shouldn't put any soap near the vagina or any harsh ingredients in the vagina, it's like, what do you mean? Like, well, the vagina is like the canal, like where things are inserted. And then the vulva is anywhere the hair grows to make it really simple. Um, that should be cared for and cleaned and everything. And the vagina takes care of itself. Um, but back to your point, um, there's so much that we can control in terms of our vaginal health. So the things that we eat, not staying in moist um, clothing, wearing like my guilty thing, my habit was that I always wore stretch pants all day, all night. And yeah, they're great. They're comfortable, but it doesn't give the vagina and the vulva much room to breathe. So like that's perfect um, breeding ground for yeast essentially, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, so there are a lot of things that we can do. So um, a question that I have for you is with your trial and error and learning, um, learning ways to mitigate um, infections and things like that, um, what was the first step that you took in, in trying to care for yourself in a more holistic manner? <laughs> well, I will say, and this is kind of like a, you know, our Momotaro Apotheca warning, like, I do not recommend most people take the journey that I took in terms of caring for my vaginal health. Like, if you can Google it, I've done it to my body. And like, that's a horrible <laughs> thing to say, but I was shoving garlic cloves up there and I was giving oh, that sounds painful. I oh, feel no. like garlic burns, no? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. Especially break the skin of the garlic. Um, 
with a fingernail or something. And all of a sudden you're like, hmm, why does the inside of my vaginal wall burn in this one spot? Highly do not recommend. So yeah, <laughs> green tea, vulva masks, like yogurt soaked tampons, all of these things that were like one, not particularly efficacious. And there were things that did, did provide some comfort for sure. And like those, those really stayed with me. And then there was of course the fact that like they weren't sustainable in terms of like how I was going to care myself on a regular basis. Like nobody should be doing an upside down, like headstand trying to scoop yogurt in their vaginas. And I'm sorry, <laughs> it's graphic and also embarrassing, but there are better ways. So, you know, there's a lot of other homeopathic remedies on, on the internet as well. And I began trying those and some of those worked, some of them didn't. And, you know, one of the things I noticed is that I still felt a lot of shame around these around these therapies, right? They either, I didn't like the way they smelled. I didn't like the way they talked about my vagina or my vulva. Like you said, oftentimes we're made to feel dirty or we need to like cleanse ourselves or vaginas should smell like pina coladas. And like, I'm just, (laughs) I've just really never been here for that. And so I, as I began to do these tests, I was like, we can make us, we can make this, I can do this myself, right? I'm noticing trends in ingredients. I'm noting, noticing trends in like lifestyle uh, suggestions, like why can't we do this better? And so we wanted to make this like super product. I'm, I'm very lucky that my business partner and them partner at the time was in, you know, biochemistry and sustainability. Like, and so he was able to really help me put some rigor around what we were trying, what I wanted, what was mm-hmm. going to be the best thing for me to fix my issues that was made me feel good talked about my body in a way that wasn't offensive and was, was, was efficacious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one of the, one of my favorite products of yours is the salve. And um, when I first tried it, I was like, Oh, this works. I'm like, let me look at the ingredients. And one of the ingredients is coconut oil. Coconut oil is known to be bacteriostatic and um, fungicidal. So I like that you use products that we can pronounce the names of, but also are actually backed by science. I think um, I love that a lot of our generation is now trying to be uh, more mindful of what we put on our bodies and in our bodies. Um, And we're looking, yeah, we're looking to be more holistic and um, mindful of what we use. And I like specifically that your products are, they're still science-backed. Um, which is important because there's so much stuff on the internet, um, as you know, (laughs) that there isn't science backing it. Um, I believe that there is a balance between, um, you know, like hearsay, because there is truth in a lot of hearsay, right? Um, But when it's something that's going inside your body, you want there to be like some data behind it as well. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. That's such an important point to be made when we think about how we, how we as an organic, like certified organic, vulval vaginal health company that is borderline making claims. And we can talk about that later about how to solve issues with, with your health. And, and one thing I think people don't understand is that there are of course, multiple ways to find uh, relief and multiple therapies and remedies out there. And, you know, so much of it is what is best for you, but also the question is where do we start? And, you know, we talk about this a lot that like 
some of those therapies that you go to and you get prescriptions for are incredibly, incredibly effective. We never poo-poo Western medicine. We don't necessarily like, you know, if the fluconazole works for you, the fluconazole works for you, which is wonderful. Mm -hmm. But that's, it's a pretty extreme therapy with, with regards to how it works. And there's actually data out there that is beginning to prove that um, it makes our, it, our systems eventually become resistant and become anti, like antibiotic and antibacterial resistant if we use these really intense therapies right out the gate. So something that we've done and with the salve in particular, like you mentioned, is found and studied all natural and organic ingredients that have these fungicidal, antibacterial, antimicrobial properties that are clinically studied and clinically proven to address the issues that we address. That means BV, that means UTIs, that means yeast infections. Like there are absolutely natural homeopathic um, solutions out there that at the very least you can try first, right? Like yeah. our bodies do become resistant. Like any, like any muscle uh, or part of our body, things get, they get stronger, right? That's mm -hmm. like to like help people understand is like people, your body's working to work against this as well the bacteria like they're their own little microbes that are trying to like yep. stay alive if you will or you yep. know continue to exist so yeah like there is you know absolutely a an alternate or a first step in how we uh care for ourselves uh mm -hmm. with regards to our products and them being natural and organic yeah. And, and I always say that um, prevention is much better than having to treat a full-on issue. Um, and I, I hate for this to sound like an ad, but I really believe in your products. One thing that I like is that I, my, my thing is skincare, right? So I like that I use to the tonic as like my skincare for my, like my vulva. <laughs> Um, and it helps the, the ingredients are there to help prevent anything. Sometimes I'll just use it, but when I'm like, or the salve specifically, after my period, I know that there has been blood there, which is a different pH than um, my vagina. So mm -hmm. I'll use a little bit of salve just to make sure, just to keep things at bay. So like I said, prevention is so important. So instead of waiting until, you know, things are on fire, like literally, like you're itching, you're burning down there, just what can we do to prevent that from even happening? And I'm sorry, I cut you off. Oh, no, no, you didn't. Uh, you're right. Like maintenance and prevention is so much more affordable, both for like our wallets and mm -hmm. our mental health, right? Like, you know, vulvovaginal health and, and these issues are so, so stigmatized, full of so much shame. And like when I was at, you know, these major infection points, I was just like, it exacerbated every part of my life. Yeah. And I was sad and my romantic relationship suffered and my daily activities suffered. And so why aren't we given the tools and better understanding of how to, um, you know, prevent these infections? And like the, the period care piece is so important, right? Like you you get your period and you're in pain, all sorts of pain. And, mm -hmm. and as you mentioned, blood is, is a different pH. And so it can create inflammation. It can create discomfort. And guess what? You don't have to be uncomfortable. It might not put you all the way into an infection point, but it puts your body in an inflamed state, which we know uh, makes it easier for uh, infection to thrive or other mm -hmm. irritants to be more exacerbating, like all of those things. So yeah, it's, it's such, it's such a good point and, you know, really speaks to the fact that we have had so little education on our bodies that like yeah. the idea of preventative care 
is, is even stigmatized, right? It's like, oh, my vagina is self-cleaning. It's fine. Everything's all good. I'm like, that's great. Mm -hmm. It is, but it's not self-fulfilling. If you have an infection, you have an infection, or if you're uncomfortable, you're allowed to be uncomfortable. Be your, your self-cleaning vagina doesn't fix your discomfort. Right. You know, <laughs> sure. it's not giving my vulva a hug. It's just <laughs> helping me. <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I agree with you. Um, so, um, yes, prevention is the best. So what do we do when we do get a, a full-on yeast infection, right? Um, which are really, really common. And I want to like reiterate that um, if you don't have a sister or a mom or a circle of, of friends who talk to you about these things, like it's really, really common. It's nothing to be ashamed of, but we want to get you to a point where, you know, you're able to address these things because they happen commonly. So going back to, to you, Lindsay, so what are some things that we can do if you have a full-on um, yeast infection? Let's, let's talk about what you guys have coming down the pipeline for us. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> well, of course there's going, you know, if it's, if it's your first time having a yeast infection, you're probably going to end up at the doctor and that's absolutely reasonable. You know, mm -hmm. anytime you're experiencing uh, like discomfort and you're, you're not sure what to do or how to do it, go, go to a medical professional. We always recommend that again, we're not in the business of poo-pooing um, are all the amazing OBGYNs that are out there. Um, you know, you can always ask for what a, a natural remedy may be, especially if it's your first one, then you're not blasting your system. Um, because there's, again, like I said, statistics that if you take, say, a fluconazole, the uh, statistic of it coming back is 40 to 50 percent with a, with a fluconazole or even a monostat, wow. um, which is a lot. That's really high, especially yeah. when 75% of people with vaginas like right now or at any given time will, will, will get a yeast infection in their life. So um, for us, and I appreciate you asking this question, and I know it's why we had our conversation today, is, is you can, the best way to address a vaginal yeast infection is through a suppository. There are lots of different types of suppositories out there. I mean, you can also take an oral, um, you know, an oral supplement like a fluconazole, but you know, you're going to want to put something up the vaginal canal where the yeast infection is living. Um, for us, this is going to mean our new product, which we're super excited to announce. It's going to be an all natural FDA approved homeopathic suppository. Um, and it's, this is, this is pretty special for us. And, and I think pretty special to the category because we've, we haven't really seen a ton of innovation in the last 30 years and creating an all natural drug is um is a really big deal we've been in uh formulation with this product for you know two and a half almost three years to get it out the door to make sure that if we're going to give you a you know quote unquote drug um homeopathic medicine if you will that's all natural um it's it's safe it's and it's efficacious right so yeah. it's you know has a lot of the ingredients that you'll see if you begin to google and like you said um you know, there's lots of studies behind, you know, these ingredients, these natural elements that fight, you know, everything that from antimicrobial, antifungal, um, or are antimicrobial and antifungal issues around our vagina. So that's, that for me is, is, is really the big one, right? The minute you feel that like itch and, and people who tend to get these infections recurrently, like they know, mm -hmm. I know when I wake up in the morning and something's off and because maybe the night before I, you know, uh, had penetrative sex that can sometimes be irritating or used a condom that can be sometimes irritating, 
period mm-hmm. blood, sleeping in your underwear, eating too much sugar, like the triggers go on. I can use a suppository at like even just one and mitigate those symptoms almost immediately. Uh, I think, I think um, that's something we also like haven't been taught. That's like, okay. Right. You're like, Ooh, I have to wait till a full blown infection. Maybe it'll go away on its own, but it, it usually does. I mean, it will, it usually doesn't. Why are you going to wait till you're in so much pain? Right. Let's like find a solution ahead of time. Like you said, before you have to go to the doctor before you have to like, you know, use those intense chemical therapies. Yeah. I think as a culture, we're, we're just reactive and not only are we reactive, but we just like brush like the little nudges aside until our body's like punching us in the face, you know, where it's just about almost too late. Um, so I think it's important that we start to pay attention to our bodies, like holistically, um, so that when we get to know ourselves and we can know like that morning when we wake up, if something just doesn't feel right to, to hop on, hop on it, you know, take care of it now. Yeah. Before it gets bad. And that's no different than when like, and I, you know, I say this like as a millennial, like millennial culture promotes like drink the green juice, like eat the chia. And those are all like prophylactic um, solutions. And we do them. We're like, oh my God, I'm hungover. I need a green juice. It's like, okay, you don't feel good. So you need to do something to make your body feel better. Like, Ooh, my body's tight. I'm going to stretch. Like that's prophylactic, right? Mm -hmm. Like are, are doing something when you have a little tiny trigger, like, Ooh, I'm sore, whatever it is that, that helps you like aid and abet future discomfort. And our vaginal health is, can be considered very similar, right? You look tired and you're, Mm -hmm. you want to put under eye cream on. Like we do all these things that are in the same vein of what a suppository or what vaginal, vulval vaginal care products may be. Um, but there's just, yeah, there's so much more stigma, so much more taboo, a ton of misinformation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, that's our goal. Like, like fix that, make people feel good and like let people be able to talk about this stuff because it's so, it's so incredibly normal. Yes. Yes. It's so normal. And it's such a big part of our life. Like you said before, you know, when things are out of whack, like it affects everything. We're just one being, right? So if one part of us is not okay, it trickles into other parts of us, um, yeah. especially as women, how we've been taught, um, socialized to essentially like be perfect. Right. Um, so, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what that means. And actually one thing I wanted to say um, or I meant to bring up when you said, you said like the word normal, or you were talking about something's off. Like, that's a really good point to make is like, what is your normal? What is mm-hmm. feeling good for you? What is your, like, you know, and again, like, what does your vagina smell like? People are, are always worried about scent and like, mm-hmm. you know what it is to feel, you like feel good, smell your normal smell, etc., And how that changes throughout your cycle, right? With the difference mm-hmm. of or ovulation and things of that nature get used to it. Like, yes, you own it. And, and that, that to me is so important. And then when you're really in tune with that and it becomes second nature, just like, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I, I use analogies because I think people, it's like, oh yeah, like your skin is dry. You put lotion on like, oh, yep. you have discomfort. Say maybe when you're going pee, that's off. What's going on there? You know, right. Touch your system with water, take the cranberry D-mano supplement. Um, yeah. So there's just, there's so many ways to think about this and understand your normal and what you may need um, without having to feel like it's this big, 
stigma. I'm gross. The world has right. whatever right. is judging. Blah blah blah. I'm I'm really happy you said that because that actually re- reminds me. I remember when I was in medical school and I was doing like a rotation with the OB gyn. And um, so we're doing like the pelvic exam and she was just like, she asked the patient, do you wear a panty liner every day? And she was just, the patient was like, yes. And you could tell because you can see the outline of the panty liner on like her labia. Like it like kind of like discolored in a way. Like there was like a clear distinction where it would be. So it's like, how do you know what your cervical (sighs) mucus looks like? Because if you're always... If it's always in a panty liner, you won't see the difference, right? And also with the scent, if you're wearing a scented panty liner all the time. So I'm happy you said that. It's so important for us to like really get to know ourselves. Like what's our normal scent? What is our cervix? Like the the mucus, like, you know, all of those things. Discharge normal, y'all. Like you want, if we go back to the like self-cleaning vagina bit, like that's that's what a self-cleaning vagina (laughs) does is it pushes out dead skin cells and mm-hmm. and blood and all of these things so that the, the health of your vaginal canal is mm-hmm. is good and 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 that again microbiome is working efficaciously um that is really wild to hear about that panty liner piece and and this goes to, very much speaks to what you put on and in your body matters right like i yes. would guarantee if the color of her vulva or you know pieces mm-hmm. of her yeah were discolored like there's bleach in cotton, y'all. Yes. Like, you know, and you're putting that directly onto sensitive, um, porous uh, skin. Oh. Yeah. Porous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like skin that's going to affect it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's and, and so, yeah, think about what you put on your body. Think about the underwear you wear. It's funny. I used to sleep in a thong of thong underwear every night in like my young twenties. Cause it's like, oh, bless you. I know. It's like very <laughs> mortifying now. If I like, accidentally fall asleep with underwear on which I've maybe done twice in the last year I wake up and I'm like oh this is unpleasant mm-hmm. like you need that that fresh air if you will right you know? it's like it's like you don't need to have something close up on your body all the time you don't mm-hmm. yep. you know yeah like some there's definitely an oppressive nature to underwear. I love underwear. It feels good. And I love a sexy underwear and I love a big butted panty too, but there's yeah. definitely something like a little bit oppressive about it. Like keep it all in. And <laughs> Agreed. That's how I feel about bras. I hate oh. a bra. I hate a bra so much, <laughs> but not to offend people. I, I, I got to wear them in public, but yeah, I, I hear you. It's oppressive. <laughs> right you know what I I took my bra off at the beginning of the pandemic and I don't I put it back on to exercise and like that's about it and much to the, the dismay of I think my brother and some other of my friends are like what it what are you doing like, I, I, it's like not living under your control anymore right <laughs> so, oh like, goodness um this was good is there anything that you wanted to add no, no, this is great. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to share um, about the products and about who we are and, you know, give people the opportunity to like learn a little bit more about us and, and question what it is that they're doing with regards to their sexual and vulvovaginal health. That's, mm-hmm. that's the way, right? Like Momotara Apotheca is not the be all end all for every person. Vaginal health is not one size fits all, but vaginal health like should be considered 
it should be considered like by you. What do mm-hmm. you need? What feels good? What is your body responding to? Um, mm-hmm. You know, and so that's that's really what we're here for and why we have these conversations. But of course, I encourage everybody to go out and check out our products and yes. um, look us up. You can find us at momotaroapotheca.com or on our Instagram is lovemomotaro. And yeah, it's always a pleasure to chat with you, Cassandra. Thank you. It was always a pleasure. Um, guys, yes, please go check out their website and their Instagram. I love um, your Instagram stories because you always have questions that made me think like, huh. Um, so great conversation and just food for thought um, as well as information. So yes, guys, um, I don't recommend too much, but I, I highly recommend um, Momotaro. They are they're the, the real deal. <laughs> so thank you so much, Lindsay. I appreciate your time. <laughs> Thank you, Cassandra. Have a good one. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Be Well Sis podcast. For more information on anything discussed in this episode, please see the show notes and or visit www.bewellsispodcast.com. Oh, and don't forget to leave a five-star rating on Apple. Until next time, be well, sis.